Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. Yo, yo. And BJ Thomas. We're back. We did it. Yes, we actually we successfully hit the hit the buttons properly with all that. Yeah. So last week I made a statement, and I'm going to back up that statement. So I said that the oh. '90s had the most eclectic collection of great music of any decade. It may and not be the best decade of music, but it was the most eclectic. And it's probably the last ever where most of the music was kind of innocent. Yeah. So and like and I, we'll get to that. So heavy. Wasn't we'll, so heavy. We'll get to that. So, but I, I can actually back up my statement because look at the two biggest artists from the 90s. One's a group, one's a, one's a solo artist. Mariah Carey and Nirvana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could yeah. not be more di- diametrically opposite of each other. Yeah. Yet Too they bad. ruled the 90s. Too bad they didn't live long enough to do like a, a, a collaboration. A, a collaboration. That would have been excellent. Yeah, it wouldn't have worked. Although Mariah Carey did do a, a collaboration with someone else that was big in the nineties, it was Boys to Men. Yeah, yep. One sweet day. Yep. Yeah. She also did a collaboration with ODB, which should not be forgotten. Fantasy. No. Right. Me He's and Mariah go cover. back like babies with pacifiers. Old <laughs> yeah. dirt dog and a liar. Yeah. Oh, anything yeah. with ODB is worth listening to. Yeah. But nobody saw that coming. No. No, and it was excellent. Yeah. It was. It's an excellent song. There's actually, I saw a list earlier today where it was ranked number one song of the '90s. Yeah, I could see that. That was crossover. Fantasy was all over the place. Yeah, it's still on the radio to this day. I couldn't listen to it until probably the last couple of years because it was they burn it into my brain so much on the damn radio. Yeah, these were back in the days before you could select your own music for you people that don't understand the concept. Yeah. Yeah. So if you like the song, you've listened to it once, and ho- and you might listen to it again in a couple hours. Unless, of course, there was a Murray Carey song or was the Elton John Kendall Lewin song that I wanted to tear my eyes out when I kept hearing it every 30 minutes in the grocery store I worked at. He did a really good job with it, though. He did. It was a great song. It, it was I on repeat done... way too much. Yes. That yes, one I and agree. the fucking Celine Dion Titanic song. Oh, and Chumbawamba. They played Tub, <laughs> they played tub Thumper. <laughs> Tub so, okay, Tub so thumper? so for, for those of you who are under the age of 30, Chumbawamba was the band. Tump Thumping was the name of the song. And yes, both of those are accurate. Those are actual words. They're just <laughs> pissing, they were just pissing the night away. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the 90s music was pretty like, I don't know, compared to music of the day. Like Mariah Carey didn't date people to write songs about them and then embarrass them in the CD. And then make a bunch of money off it like some other pencil-shaped bitch does. <laughs> I'm sorry. If a guy did that, he'd be fucking right. drawn in quarter. Yeah. Right. But I, I did think it was but, interesting. Uh, BJ, you brought it up last week. Like how we had a, a whole bunch of hair bands. You had Poison. You had Montley Crue. You had Guns N' Roses. Guns, to me, is still a hair band, but they, they got a little bit harder in the 90s. And then Nirvana hit, and all those bands disappeared. Look, Guns N' Roses made the transition, though. Yes, they they were actually doing rock music towards the end. Uh, they came out of the hair band thing and were really actually making good music for a while there, mm-hmm. until whatever happened happened. Well, un- until on the, on Axel OD'd on whatever he was on life. <laughs> um, on the solo artist thing though, there's a lot of women solo artists that were huge in the nineties. Uh, Britney Spears yeah. kind of got the tail end of it with Christina Aguilera, but you had Brandy and Monica at the end also. Yeah, right. Christina Aguilera was was big. Uh, 
Atlantis Morissette put out Atlantis Morissette yeah. put out two huge albums. Yep. Yeah, Morissette, if yeah. I remember correctly. Lauren Hill at the back end of it. Yep. Lauren Hill. Um, um Amy Grant at the beginning of it. Yeah. Amy Grant had some pretty good albums. Mary J. Blige was uh pretty big for the whole 90s. Yep, Faith Evans. Faith Evans. Um, even Whitney Houston. Yeah. Yeah, Whitney Houston had a good 90s also. Yeah. I think we kind of got to talk a little more about Whitney and her skills because uh we cut her out of the 80s a little bit. Yeah, and that was the thing. Like we that was the the whole thing that started the last week was is Whitney Houston an 80s artist or she a 90s artist? She really straddled it. I mean, that she was yeah. really like one of the people that straddled the 80s and 90s and was success, yeah. successful in both decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Because the Bodyguard soundtrack came out, I think, 91. I think. Yes. That's yeah, what I, I will always love you. So yeah. that, that took off. And then she did I'm Every Woman back in 94, I think, 95. Part of the Waiting the Exhale soundtrack. Right, right, 95. So that took her out to you know towards the end of the uh 90s so um but yeah yeah a lot of other what about um there were some other female singers too that we're forgetting uh well is it celine dion yeah i know yeah her. oh yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah you know and, and again the titanic earworm song aside her songs were awesome like yeah. for what they oh. were they were really good there are very few people that have a, a voice that can compete with hers. She's yeah, probably sorry. the top ten percent of singers yeah. ever. Absolutely, on the radio. So she was she was pretty impressive. But uh, oh. some solo gentlemen that had a pretty solid nineties. Uh, that list is a little more tough for me. I don't know about you guys. I have a hard time coming up with a lot of solo gentlemen that had like solid, like genuine, probably. Oh. Well, you got Genuine, Brian McKnight. Uh, Keith Sweat, of course. He was yeah, another Keith guy that Sweat. straddled both decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He straddled both decades. Um, Dre. What about? Dre, Who? Snoop, Eminem. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dre, Snoop. Uh, I, I was um, just, yeah, I was thinking of singers. I was trying to stick to the singer oh, thing singers? right now. Okay, yeah, yeah singers. Um, uh, I was going to try to ease our way into rap here because that's going to be a different monster altogether. Luther Vandross was in the nineties. Yeah, Luther straddled. Yeah, three he decades. Straddled. He came in at the end of the seventies. Did was successful in the eighties and was successful in the nineties also. And how can yeah. we not mention Michael Bolton? Let's just be honest here. Michael Bolton. I was whether, I, I was, whether you like him or not, the dude's got a huge yeah. voice and he sold a lot of records in the nineties, yeah. mostly to people who wrote, read the romance novels in Win Dixie. Right. <laughs> Sting and Sting. Phil Collins. Phil in the nineties too. Yes, both of them. Well, yeah. and and you guys keep talking about you know, people that straddle the eighties and nineties, and somebody actually we forgot to mention the eighties because I actually consider them a nineties band was Metallica. Yeah, oh, they did right. a lot of. Di- they had their probably their best album in the late in 80s. the late late eighties. Yeah. Um, yeah. But a, a lot of their stuff did come out in the nineties, and it really wasn't until Motherload that they just kind of fell off the map. So you know, D'Angelo yeah. was up there. D'Angelo yeah. had a good nineties. D'Angelo Maxwell. Yeah. Maxwell's yeah. Nineties. Um, it's another scene. I mean, I mean, how can how can you forget uh, the Backstreet Boys in this scene? <laughs> well, this, this is my problem with the nineties. Hey. There's so much hey. diversity. Hey, you joke. They played that shit so much. I know almost every word of those fucking songs. <laughs> because I'll tell you what, if, if you were dating somebody around the time that they were out, you knew all oh, of yeah. those songs. Yep, all of them. Were you guys team team uh, Backstreet Boys or team in sync? 
whoever I was dating at the time, I agreed with them. <laughs> Good answer. I was gonna say yeah. the same thing. Whatever. <laughs> Oh, whatever I girls. could, whatever I could sing, it would, you know, get me in the good graces. Exactly. Yes. I can't sing, but if you sing their favorite song to them, a, <laughs> a, a at eighteen or nineteen, that's a winner. Exactly. Uh, I think ninety eight degrees came out in the nineties too. Ninety eight degrees. You're, you're just digging now. You're digging. Now, now, <laughs> you're, you're reaching. You are reaching. Hey. hey. I learned that to play. To in, I learned. I learned to play Invisible Man for somebody. <laughs> yeah i played that on the field that shit was a winner i just want you to know that i just want you to know that it was a winner winner chicken dinner so now i, I would be remiss by some of our um, listeners if if i didn't mention pearl jam allison chains yeah. Soundgarden. Oh, well, yeah, we gotta oh, yeah. go to rock well, let's we yeah. can move yeah. to rock now yeah, nine rock, inch yeah. nails but i'll tell you what my favorite out of the 90s is probably green day oh yeah yeah Green Day yeah. had like a fresh punk sound. I was so happy to hear them. Like I, hate I don't to know. say this, but you have to mention Nickelback. Uh, Nickelback no. from the two thousands. Yeah, no, you, don't do that to us. Don't don't rush they, us into they, that conversation. They, they, they were late late nineties. No, it was like no, 2000, 2001. Because Chad Kroger, don't ask me how I remember this. He when he, they were big, he sang the theme song to the Spider Man movie in two thousand two. Oh, now, it's. I keep, Okay. I'm looking for their first album. They formed in '95, but when did they release the album? '98. Yeah, '98, '99. Kerber in the state was '96. Okay, they they were big. They, they won their awards in early the early 2000s. It was yeah. 2003 was when they won the, their awards. They were Canadian. They were Canadian band in 96, 2000. That's yeah, when they're okay. Canadian. Then they crossed over in 2000, 2001. Do not sully the 90s with Nickelback. Yeah, no, because <laughs> Silver Side Up, their 2001 album was when they had, you know, How You Remind Me, Too Bad, and, you know, all the, the shit. The one song that they made like 20 of, just like ACDC, but we ACDC just, was good. We just spent way too much time talking about Nickelback. Back to Dorian, Nine Nails. You're, you're in timeout. <laughs> Soundgarden, love Soundgarden. Soundgarden's yes. probably my yes, favorite Soundgarden. of the Seattle bands, in my opinion. Yeah. I like Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell had an amazing voice. Yeah, he did. He was very versatile. He sang a lot of different music. And actually, he did a collaboration with Eddie Vedder when they first came out. Yeah, it's um, Temple of the Dog. Temple of the Dog. Yeah. Yep, that's a good. That's a good song. What's that? Um, can't remember the name of it. It's a good song though. Uh, Hungry Man, I think, or Hungry, or something like that. <laughs> Just frozen dinner. <laughs> yeah i mean but i mean there, there was allison change and we we have to remember rage against the machine still popular today yep but and by the way whoever's listening to this they were woke then they were they're woke now I don't yeah know. they've been woke so <laughs> anybody that says oh i didn't know they were woke say that's how they made all their money right. <laughs> shut up that's how they way. made all your money is telling you that the government's stupid and terrible yeah and they don't care about you and that cops aren't good they, yeah they've been woke so yeah. Yeah. Did you guys like Limp Biscuit? No, but my wife does, so I have to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Here's like the deal. When they that first album, I was okay yeah. with. Okay. Everything after that just got worse. I was like, no, 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 you're missing. You're missing. Now, and now, goodbye. Yeah, and BJ, you mentioned Nine Inch Nails. Now, do you guys actually remember what allowed Nine Inch Nails to kind of move up to the stratosphere? 
unpopular opinion. I didn't like them. So no, go ahead. They were on the soundtrack to the first Quake game. They did all the all the music to Quake back when Quake was big. Yeah, I don't. I did not know that. I was not a. I am not a big um, Nine Inch Nails fan. That's fair. Okay. I don't like their noise. The noise they make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because uh, um, they wrote a, a Johnny Ca- a song that Johnny Cash did. Hurt. Yes. Yeah. And I, I still, still think it's funny that when Trenton Reznor was talking about it, I was like, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to give it to him. Then he heard it sing. He was like, okay, that's that's Mr. Castor's song. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I hate to say it, but, you know, much like Little Wayne does when he covers a beat, uh, when Johnny Cash covered that song, he took it. Yep. He, yeah. he owned it. He took it. Yep. 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 Mine Sorry. now. Just like when Aretha, Aretha Franklin sang Respect, that's an Otis Redding song. And when yep. she did it, it was like, nope, that's Aretha. Sorry, Otis. Yeah. <laughs> You're done. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Otis. Right, exactly. Yeah. What so, about... Oh. Good, good. Okay. Uh, what about Moby in the 90s? No, that's dance music, uh, EDM, electronic music, whatever yeah. you want to call it. I like it. Uh, Darude, Sandstorm, Moby. Jeez, um, I had one I wanted to mention earlier, but we were talking about rock, so I didn't want to switch it up. Uh, my, Daft my Punk. Issue, I yeah. love Daft Punk Daft to this Punk, day. Yep. I love Daft Punk. My my yeah. only issue with with that kind of music and you know big big prompts to them. They're, you don't you don't like the talented. bleeps and the bloops. I don't like the I don't like the consistent bleeps and the bloops. It, to me, it's like reggae. It's the same <laughs> song over and over and over again, and it gets old. I would I would disagree personally. I would say Daft Punk has Daft excuse me Daft Punk has evolved over the course of their career. Um, yeah. Like. Do you ever hear um Get Lucky with Pharrell? And, yes. Yeah. And yeah, like that's that's a funk song. That's straight out of yeah. the 70s. But yeah. but the the majority of those artists there is house music is yeah. basically the same. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean I get that. Um Moby was kind of original when he came out. Yes. Yeah. And who's the one that had the Christopher Walken video? Fat Boy Slim. Fat Boy Slim. I liked Fat Boy yeah. Slim. He he was kind of cool and he had a big 90s also, especially at the very end there. Yep. Yeah. Um I didn't really get into too much of it because back then I didn't like it. But as I grew older, for some reason, I kind of mm-hmm. started to connect with it because I could start to pick some of the beats out of it. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a beat person. That's one of the reasons I listen to so much rap is I like good beats. Yeah. And you can find it in in uh, house music. I guess they right. call it house music back then or EDM, now, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But um, So you weren't a big Eiffel 65 yeah. fan? No. <laughs> no. I wasn't blue. <laughs> <laughs> so so true story with that song um my wife and i played it for our 11 year old daughter and my daughter was like looking at it, she's like i know this song why do i know this song and it took her like five minutes just driving her mad it's because baby Rexy did it just did a remake of it and oh, it's on the cool. radio all right world oh, wow. oh. yeah um <laughs> you know who else i like i think caught the very let me make sure i'm not positive but it's I think they were at the very end of the 90s. I did not like them. You didn't? No, I did like the gorillas though. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I love gorillas. I love the gorillas. Do you know that's the lead singer from Blur? Yep. Damien album. I didn't know. Uh, that. yeah, song two. Yeah, it was basically they they um a bunch of different bands. Uh, all the members just kind of went, we're gonna do our own thing, and they just formed the gorillas. And one oh, of the wow. guys that does the rapping on their original album is actually Ice Cube's cousin, I believe, Del the Homo sapien. Oh yeah, yeah, Devin Almost Saving. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I, know about I think them. he did. I'm pretty sure he did the rapping on the first album. I could be mistaken. It might have been a later album. 
Okay. But I don't know if you know this, but their concerts, it's the cartoon characters on yeah. screen. They're like they're they're the gorillas are actually cartoon characters. Well, well, well I saw the video. So yeah, that's, I didn't that's, know now, that's 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 I, the I, I will say this. I'm looking it up and it looks like they are would be considered a two thousands band. Oh really? Is that when they yep. kicked in? In two thousand one. Okay. Damn it. Oh, that's you. Okay. Damn right. it. Sticking with them though, love the gorillas. Yes. Yeah. Um oh, did you guys see. like Jamiroquai? Yes, I did. Yeah. I like, like anything. Video. I like anything funk based. Yeah. Anything yeah, anything funk based, anything from the Bootsy Collins line, I'll listen to. Yeah, yeah, I like Jamiroquai a lot. You know, Bootsy was like the beginning of funk, right? Yeah. He was did James, you, he was yeah. James Brown's bass. I'm about to say. He, yeah, she was. So like James Brown gave him the funk and Bootsy took it and ran with it. Yep. And then passed it on to a bunch of other bassists in the 70s who like made it amazing. I don't know. I don't know how the human body cannot react to funk. Mm, Yeah. I I feel like if you don't like it, it's a conscious decision you've made. Yeah. That black guy enjoying his music. No, I don't like it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm, I've got a list of of ninety of nineties um, acts. I can't believe this this group actually made top the top one hundred because they're probably the most hated make, or second most hated. Angry. I am going to make you angry. <laughs> this band is actually worse to me is worse than Nickelback. Who? Creed. Uh, can you take <laughs> me higher? The, the, the <laughs> number of albums they sold in like the last three years of the nineties was ridiculous, though. I'll give it yeah. I'm not hey, a big you, fan. you put you know South Park proved this. You put Christian what? in front of everything, you'll sell it. One of Dude. our one of our classmates pounded that shit into my head for three years while I was dating a sister. Just yeah. <laughs> Dude, I saw Scott Stout. Is it Scott Stout? Name? Scott Stout. Yeah. yeah. So like I'm like, he looked familiar. And I saw him at Winter Park Village like back in 2003. And they were like, oh, that's the lead singer from Creed. I was like, oh. Oh, oh, he kind of looks like uh, good for him. <laughs> he's from yeah. the area. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's from the area. It's, yeah, it's um, Dr. Phillips. Yeah, yeah. Side note: Also, um, I I met uh, Rob Thomas from Matchbox Twenty. I saw him at university. He's, he's from cool. the area, also. Yep. Yep. I saw him. Actually, I don't mind Rob Thomas. He's got a pretty unique voice. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah, you can say that about Scott right? Stapp too. Yeah. Uh, right on the edge. So before we move off from rock, I do want to mention one more band, and then we'll get get into oh, I, to hip hop. I got another tool. One. Tool Tool did a lot, and they're still going. Tool. Yep, if I remember correctly, um, Blues Traveler. Yeah, Blues, Blues Traveler. Yeah, okay, Blues Traveler was refreshing when they came out. Nobody had that sound. Nobody was playing the harmonica, and he has a yeah. really good voice. Yeah, he does. What about Hootie and the Blowfish? Hey, that was pretty unique yeah. when he came out. Also, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, they have a good sound. I like. I still like listening to Darius Rucker. He's got a great voice. Actually, yeah, I actually saw my concert. My uh, yeah. when I worked for um, the bank here in town, they um, brought in brought Darius for a concert. That's cool. Yeah. You know, I don't know how we got this far into this without saying the Dave Matthews Band. Oh hell yeah! Some a mutual friend of ours will smack you now. Yeah, no, no, she'll <laughs> she'll smack you two for not bringing it up. I might get a hug and a backpack out of the deal. That's right, um, the Dave Matthews Band. I, yeah. yeah. I like Dave Matthews. A lot of people hate on him, but I mean, he's just not my thing. I, I, I like, respect him, but he's not my thing. I like when you bring instruments that are considered rock instruments into the fold. Like when yeah. he brought the the violin or fiddle, whatever you want to call it. When, once he brought that in yeah. and then the 
clarinets and all that. I, I don't know. I, just, I thought it was yeah. great. I love the yeah. introduction of other not rock instruments. Yeah. 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 There's, you know, I know, I know we're missing a lot of these rock bands, some good ones like Blind Melon. Blind Melon it was short. Blind Melon had very they short. Had a, they had one they would have huge had a, song. Much longer career had it not been for hair. Stone Temple Pilots. Stone Temple Pilots. Red, Smashing Red Pumpkins. Chili, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Corn. Yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Corn. Uh, corn yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Corn. Hey, um, I, I will bring corn above Red Hot Chili Peppers any day of the week. And twice on I Sunday. Know, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. What about what about Smashing Pumpkins and Jane's Addic- Addiction? Jane's Addiction is cool. Jane's Addiction is tied to Porno for Pyros also. Yep. The same lead singer. Perry Farrell, I think his name is. Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, you'll you'll notice that a lot of the rock bands they'll kind of do their own thing. Um, yeah. like Tool, for example, like Maynard actually is the lead singer for a perfect circle. Oh wow. So they'll, they'll experiment with different bandmates to do different sounds. So it's pretty neat. Yeah, I, I liked Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um they were they were cool. They were all right. I'm trying to think of anybody else we're missing just before we slide out of this category. I, I think God Green Day. Pantera. Oh my God. And then the stuff that wasn't so mainstream, like the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Yes. And, and Rancid and um the Ska band. Ska's real big in the night. Oh my god, Ska. Um, what's your name? No doubt. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. That's yeah, right. So no doubt. I, I listened to all the stuff. Oh, in Smash Mouth. I grouped them yes, together. Yeah. I lumped them in together. Is yeah. uh REM. Yep, REM, yeah. yeah. Late 80s, early 90s. Marilyn Manson. Yep, Marilyn Manson. Manson. Yeah, yeah, I remember him mostly in the 90s. Yeah, I liked his first album. I liked it because nobody liked him. You got to remember, we're living in Florida. They're like, ah, oh, he's the devil. Yeah. <laughs> well, remember, he was blamed for Columbine. Yeah, stupid. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> what, what about Rob Zombie? I, I like a few of his songs. I don't really have anything against Rob Zombie, but it's not necessarily my type of music. I will say this. He, to me, he is a great singer and even a better director. Watch oh, yeah. his he's, movies. Rob Zombie's a true artist. Yes. Yeah. Like he's he's a multimedia personality. So yeah, I, I appreciate Rob Zombie. It's just not I'm not gonna listen to a whole lot of his music. Yeah. yeah. Now, if we're talking about rap, I mean oh. this is the birth, the birth of West Coast rap. Dre, Snoop, um yeah. the DOC, Tupac, Dog Pound. Dog, all of them, just like the birth of West Coast rap, and then you had like a uh, Cypress like a, Hill, Cypress Hill, um, Eminem at the back end of it. Yeah, Eminem in the back end of it. Yeah. Uh, Bi- Biggie. Yeah, Biggie. Public Tupac. Enemy. Public Enemy. Pu- Pu- yeah, Public Enemy is huge. Yeah, um, we're missing another huge rapper. Oh, Outcast. Oh. Yeah, Outcast, Ice Cube. Ice Cube, yeah. The NWA as a whole, yeah. Oh, they're, whole. they're more in eighties, didn't they? Break up before the nineties. Yeah, yeah, they broke up like ninety one. Cause that's when um, Ice Cube came out with the uh, body album, count. It's called Body Count. Body Count. Yeah. Yep. And then after that, it was the Punisher. Not the Punisher. You know, was... LL Cool J started and had a big eighties, but he had a big nineties. He too. had a huge nineties. That's, he had a that's huge when 90s. he that's when he flipped to basically rapping for the ladies, and it was like, yeah. oh, that's when his money was like, pow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. Um, Busta Jay- Rhymes. Yeah, Jadakiss. Jadakiss. 
the locks. It's so many. Who's like, the one that Quest was a part of? Quest Love. Oh, the Roots. The Roots and um. Oh no, that's not what I was thinking of. The one who sounds like he's rapping through his nose. That could be a lot of them. It's not a lot. No, this um Q-tip. Yeah, Q-tip. Yeah, Q-tip. What group was he a part of? Tribe uh, Called Quest. Tribe Called Quest. Tribe Called Quest. They were big, also. Yeah, Mary J. Blige. Yeah, Mary J. Blige. Aaliyah. Rest in peace. Aaliyah was huge in the nineties. Um, Are we just going to act like R. Kelly wasn't huge in the 90s? <laughs> I mean, he look, I mean, y'all brought him up. Like, I'm going to hey, say this. You can say whatever you want, but R. Kelly, when you think of 90s R&B, R. Kelly's the first person to go in your mind. Yes, but the player. problem is, once yeah. you start listening to those lyrics again, it's like, oh, I know who you're talking about. I know <laughs> exactly. who you're talking about. You're exactly. talking about these little babies. Exactly. Oh, Especially the song he has called Seems. What, what gave it? Seems what gave like it you're ready. Oh yes, my god! Ready. Oh my god! That song is terrible to listen to now. Uh, now it is it horrible is. to listen to now. Yeah, back in the day, that was my shit. But there's a song that he got called "Vibe." Well, you're and, 17 and- talking to 17 year olds, so that's okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. He has a song called "Vibe," and in the verse, he says, "Little cute Aaliyah's got it, like the vibe." And I'm like, "No, you didn't say that." And I rewind it. And I, I even had to put it in slow motion. I'm like, dude, fuck, bro. Like, you just told on yourself. You just put little cute Aaliyah's got it. That's what he said. Dude, Third Eye Blind proved that Americans don't listen to lyrics. <laughs> no, I think that song was in the 90s, too. I'll tell you what. Clearly don't listen to lyrics. <laughs> I'll tell you. The one thing that let me realize that was nobody listens to the lyrics of Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. No. It's basically a bisexual anthem. Yeah. He's talking about making a supersonic man out of you, a supersonic woman out of you, and make a supersonic anything out of anybody. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, yeah. And you said, but the problem is, is the band, the music they're playing is so awesome. That is a great rock song. But Freddie's over here, like, I'll fuck you, all of you, all of you. (laughs) I'll take you all to the moon. Uh, Hell, the, wow. the song by Frankie Goes to Hollywood, Relax, Don't Do It, was all about having gay sex. Make sure you have a condom. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Look, Dorian's like, I've played that before. Am I gay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was, you know, it was one of my favorite songs. So I just won't think of it that way. But now you kind of ruined it for me. <laughs> well, now, now that we've gone down that road, George Michael had a huge 90s. Oh, yes. yeah. He did. Solo. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I like George Michael. I did. Uh, he's just got a great voice. Yeah, just, he really does. And he, whatever producers or musicians he was working with, they put out some catchy ass music too. It would yeah. stick to you. Like he's, he's just very musically talented. Yeah. Um. So rappers, did we did we get a good chunk of them? I think we got a good I mean, chunk of them. I'm, Bone I mean, Thugs and Harmony. Bone, yeah, Bone Thugs Harmony. Bone Thugs was massive. Yeah, yeah they were massive. They had 90s. a great nineties. They they sure did. Um. Well, he's not a rapper, but Montel Jordan was huge in the 90s. And Master I, P came out of Master, nowhere in the middle Master of the P. 90s and, yep. and basically built his empire in the 90s. He sure did. And then Cash Money Millionaires came towards the end, like 98, hey, 2000. They were refreshing. Yeah. That was a refreshing sound to come out of Louisiana. Like, it was different. Yeah. Manny Fresh really made the difference for them, I think. Yeah, yeah he did. And um, yeah. then hey, DMX. Can't yeah, DMX was that. awesome. Can't forget about DMX. And then like House of Pain, yeah, House of Pain. The Beastie Boys had a huge '90s. They put out some they real did. big albums in the '90s. They did. 
we're missing a uh, we're missing a East Coast rap group. Wu Tang. How do you oh, Wu Tang? Oh, that's on you guys. Because again, yeah, this isn't my wheelhouse. So, that's on yeah. You. <laughs> um, I mean, they tell you Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Like, yeah. yeah. Did, did we mention TLC? TLC was huge no. in the nineties. They they were massive. They and it didn't make a damn penny for any of it either. Nope, that's crazy. Yeah, I feel bad for them. They got taken advantage of pretty bad. <laughs> that's crazy. I'm trying to think. Oh. I'm trying. You know, we're gonna have to cover country because yeah. two of the biggest country artists. In the history of country music, where during Garth Brooks and Garth Clint Brooks. Black alone, Black, right? I mean, we could just have that conversation to walk away from it. But then you got people yeah. like, I guess you could Shania Twain was kind of tightrope yep. in the pop and country line. Yep, Shania Twain, um, Reba McIntyre, McIntyre, the Judge, Dolly Judge. Parton continued her three decade contributions to country music. In was the 90s. was Faith Hill in the nineties or was she? Yes, early Faith, yeah. Faith Hill was like mid to late nineties and she was yeah, huge. Yeah. I think yeah. Tim McGraw started late in the nineties. Yep. Tim McGraw. So, and I mean, did. like there was a lot of huge, I don't know if it's just our music. I, that might be part of it. Those guys sold a lot of records though. Yeah. Well, are, and, and again, mean, the you said it best. The nineties were the last kind of innocent decade because at the end of the 90s you had the mp3 the the digital revolution and so a lot of the the songs started kind of blending together and the sales were nowhere near what they are i want to say like to this day the highest selling album is an nsync album let's not say that we don't have to say that you mean digital streams or like physical physical um, yeah physical albums sold I could be wrong. I mean, it could be Thriller, but I, I thought that NSYNC had surpassed them at the end of the 90s. And then, obviously, digital just took off from there. This, 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 I thought it was either Michael Jackson or thriller. The Beatles. That's what I said. It could be Thriller. I could, I could be wrong. I thought it was The Beatles album, the one where they're like walking Abbey the Road. Street. Yeah, Abbey Road. I, th- I, thought, I thought that was either that one or Thriller was the most selling one across the world. Thriller, but 70 million copies digitals. worldwide. Okay. Can't, what, Abbey Road? Can't. No, Thriller. Thriller? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, it, yeah, go I'm ahead. trying to think. No, there's other like smaller country acts like John Michael Montgomery and Blake Shelton that, that still were very successful. Yeah. Wasn't Blake Shelton mostly 2000s though? Or no? Was I don't he? think so. Yeah. Like I thought Tim McGraw was mostly 2000s. He started in the 90s. And did you know that Tug McGraw is his father, the baseball player? I did not know that. I didn't know that either. Uh, Blake Shelton, years active, t- two thousand one till present. Oh, really? two thousand one. Yeah, yep. yeah. I knew. Yeah, because I because I, I remember him back the day before he strike had the... strike the record. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all. Like that's the all all the time I'm allowed to do a lot to country because of my beliefs. Yeah, because well, otherwise you're gonna start having a twang. Oh, Ooh, I will tell you this. Good. What you gonna do? No, Good. I would say nineties. You can't say nineties without mentioning Israel. You got Missy Elliott. You got Jodeci. You oh. got oh um there's oh, another person West Coast that we forgot Digital Underground Digital Underground Hey I love Digital Underground <laughs> I love Digital Underground I did too I, I'm I was so sad when he passed away a couple of years ago Yeah in I Tampa, know I saw I that coming No I, I didn't know he's I didn't know he's using drugs either Yeah to that level I didn't know either You got to think Three Six Mafia came out in the nineties 
Yeah, they, they, yeah, they came out in the 90s. Um, man, you got me thinking about Digital Underground right now. That was some good music, man. Yeah, they had some good music. That's really good music. And it took me, it took me a few years to understand that Shock G and Humpty were the same dude. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that's where'd the other guy go? <laughs> oh so, wow. Are we really gonna we gonna finish off the 90s without mentioning Chris Cross? I can I could have, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, and I say that because that was big when we were growing up. Yeah, yeah I know. Song. They had big song. Yeah, it, it was huge. Song. Yeah, um, I mean, we had Usher. We didn't mention Usher in the nineties. Usher. We haven't even made it. Like we haven't even done pop yet. We got to go to pop. pop. Yeah, uh, obviously the NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, ninety-eight degrees. We covered them. Um, oh, Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Christina yeah, they both yeah. they both squeezed in at the very end, but like, uh, I'm trying to think like early '90s pop. Well, what about is it Avril Lavigne? Avril Lavigne was 2000s. She was oh, okay. Yep. Right. Complicated. I want to say it was 2001. Yeah. What about Alanis Morissette? Spice Girls. Spice Girls. Yeah. Shaggy. Remember Boombastic? Yep. And Shaggy. we haven't even talked about MC Hammer yet. <laughs> vanilla Ice. Oh shit! Yeah, that's right. AC Hammer, Vanilla Ice. Um, See, and, and this is my thesis. Like, like I said, you know, it is very, very eclectic in the nineties. You had so many great acts across so many different genres. I kind of hate to do this, but I'm going to do it. What are you Hanson? doing? Hanson. Yeah? Okay. They you know they're, they're coming to town. You know they're coming to Orlando. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna go, aren't you? <laughs> Ace of Ace of Base. Ace of Base. Yeah, Ace early early nineties. <laughs> oh shit. Counting Crows. They were they were pretty Counting big there for a while also. Mr. Jones stuck around for years. Yep. Yeah. And you know, I don't know how many albums they did. I didn't follow them too much, but uh What's Going On by Four Non Blondes was a great song. Yes. What about the Dixie Chicks? They were nineties, right? Dixie yeah, Chicks. they were nineties because two thousand one killed their career. Yes. Yeah. Yes, shredded them. Yes. Yeah. So I know you mentioned Rob Thomas. We forgot a ma- uh, Matchbox Twenty. Matchbox Twenty. Yeah, they were pretty yeah. good. Sister Hazel. I liked Sister Hazel. They're oh, underrated, Hazel. I think. Sister Hazel. Gin oh, Blossoms. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, and you too had a pretty huge nineties. Yeah, I think yeah. Dorian mentioned them earlier. Did you? Yeah, uh-huh. I did not. I did not hear that. Yeah. What about three eleven? Did three eleven come out? Are yeah, they, they, they were nineties. Yeah, yep, 90s, that's a yeah. good call. Yeah, three eleven. Cheryl Crow. Yeah, we got Cheryl Crow. Yeah, Cheryl Crow was a nice splash on the scene. I liked her style. She's a, she's a pretty good singer. Yeah. And she plays an instrument too, so that's a bonus. Uh, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Yep. Oh, yeah. somebody, somebody might want to fight us over talking about that. <laughs> exactly. Feel the vibration. And speaking of people that might want to fight you, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Yep. Montel yep, Jordan. Yep. Meet you, Montel. Yeah. Um, I hope we've sparked some yeah. of you to look music up you haven't heard in a while because that's always fun. I don't know if Absolutely. I don't know if we have a lot of music listeners listening, but if you really go back and look up music you haven't heard of in a while, it's kind of funny. Every once yeah, in a while, you get some goosebumps. Look at look up some of these bands on YouTube. Now they've all got their videos out there. They're all really good. Yeah, you know, bare naked ladies. Yeah, yeah, bare naked ladies. They were, they were entertaining as hell. Yeah, Liz Fair. Sure, didn't really <laughs> get into that. Um, heavy D good is somebody. Heavy D is somebody we didn't talk about. 
Yep. Yep, Heavy D. Um, I mentioned Good Charlotte. They're they're ninety eight, right? Ninety seven. Sir Mix a lot. Sir Mix a lot. Yep. How could we do that? He 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 was nineteen ninety. Sir Mix a lot. Oh, and like De La Soul. De La Soul was nineteen ninety. Yep. Good Charlotte. Um, they started in the nineties, but really hit big early two thousands. Early two thousands. Yeah. In I remember Vogue? doing high school. In Vogue. Yep. In, that's nineteen ninety. In Vogue, Salt and Pepper. Yeah. Hey, Salt look, man. One of those girls from Vogue had some big ass boobies. I just remember that video. <laughs> oh, I yeah. remember that video. <laughs> I remember. Hold on to your love. Yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Wilson Phillips. Yeah, Wilson Phillips. Yeah. Yeah. Are we are we just gonna gloss over Jay Z or we're just gonna just do that? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but Jay Z was Jay Z was big nineties. Did we mention Nas? Nas Jay Z. No, we didn't. Yeah, Nas was huge in the night. We didn't mention Weezer either. Oh, Weezer, yeah. Yeah, yeah Weezer was uh, pretty successful. In the they 90s. were a very niche band, but they were very good. Yeah. I liked Weezer, though. I really did. Oh, my God, Sublime. Yep, Sublime. I Severely know. disappointed. I know you probably don't listen to Sublime, Adam, because you say it all sounds the same. The no, they, they've got, a, they've got a, a unique sound to them. They, um, they, were, some, they were pretty good storytellers. A lot of their songs. No one mentioned Blink-182. They were huge in the 90s. Yeah, they they got in there, didn't they? Yep, Blink-182. You got... um, There's another one. I think it's called Radiohead or something? Radiohead was huge. Yeah, they they had a big following. I remember hearing them in high school. Um, yeah, they're, they're one of those bands like the Dave Matthews bands that if you if you don't really get into them, you don't pay attention. But their fans are ravenous fans. Live, live had a big nineties. Yeah, mid nineties. Man, there's some good music. Oh, did I'm we mention Boys to Men? Other than the yeah, collaboration, I think Dorian did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Boys to Men was all over the place for about eight years. Yeah. Like couldn't get Ooh. away from them. What about Incubus? I remember hearing their um I remember ah. I, I heard their album when my first year in high school, a girl named Tammy was playing it. Oh, I actually ran into her there a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> oh, you did? Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't say the last name. No, I won't. No. I, I know who yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But she played it and when I had a classroom. I'm like, this two good. Who is this? That's Incubus. I love them. I'm like, okay. Okay. They they are fucking annoying. I am not a big, I am not an Incubus fan. I'm sorry. Sorry to all people who like Incubus. I apologize. I dislike them heavily. And look, I listen to a shit ton of music. Like you'll find out when we start talking to the 70s and say, I listen to a shit ton of music. I do not like Incubus. (laughs) I have a hard time when it sounds like you're whining for a whole album. You're about to make a whole bunch of money, dance or something. Shut up. <laughs> so we just have a couple minutes left. Do we want to um, just mention the one-hit wonders? We could do that. Well, I know that they're not, but did anyone mention Third Eye Blind? I did. I brought them up. You did, you did. Okay. Yeah, Sorry. one of the most hated bands, like in the music industry, because Stephen Jenkins like, is an ass. I <laughs> like Third Eye Blind though. They make some good music, <clears throat> and that yeah, extended I, cut of Semi Charmed Life. That's a pretty good look at addiction in the 90s. Yeah. I, I always think it's funny that the interview he did is like, this song is about very, very bad things. You should not be dancing to, to the song. 
<laughs> uh, if we're doing one hit wonders, I'm going to lead it off with Aini Kamozi. Here comes the hot stepper. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What about Mark yeah. Morrison? We turn him to Mac. Yep. That's on there. That's a good one. Um, uh, Groove is in the heart. Delight. Yep. Groove's in the heart. I like that song. What about CSC Music Factory? I'm not counting them because they didn't sing it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he, he rapped it though. He did he rap it. it. He did so the the CMC music jump. factory. Um, how bizarre OMC tag team. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, I what? can't believe we left Miami rap out of this and haven't mentioned tag team or 95 South or anything like that. Or Trick Daddy. Trick Daddy. Trick came Daddy. Out Daddy. Trick, Daddy might, Trick Daddy might be a little tough for our audience. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Anybody that kicks off a song, anybody want to motherfucking die? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, can't be any worse than hit him up, though. Oh, yeah. First off, well, <laughs> you play oh, no. <laughs> that's not what he starts off with. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, that's audience. why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Yeah. I must listen to every word of this song. I must. <laughs> I remember 16-year-old me going like, yep, yep, this is it. This is good music. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Who let the dogs out? I had to do it. I apologize. I apologize. Okay. If yeah. you look at these songs up on YouTube, don't look up that one. Just save no, yourself. Yeah, don't. We didn't, we didn't do that. That did not come from this podcast. <laughs> yeah. What about Jesus Jones? He was the one hate wonder, wasn't he? Can't answer that. Right here, right now? Oh, that's right. Yeah, then I don't know. That might be it. No, did he send us out? If you just wanna call me, baby, just go ahead. Well, we have to remember just because we know a song doesn't mean they're not one hit wonders. That is true. true. Because Vanilla Ice to me technically is a one hit wonder. Even though I might know another song or two, like Go Ninja, Go Ninja, (laughs) Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. Ninja, Ninja, rap. I had that whole (laughs) I had that soundtrack the Ninja Turtles. Go, go, go. Uh, spin doctors, yeah. You missing Jim Blossoms, you get missing uh, spin doctors, yeah. Oh, damn, I forgot about them, yeah. Google dolls, yeah. I try I to like get the Google dolls, I like them, I like them. Had a pretty unique sound, and Johnny Resnick could sing, yeah. yes. What about Snow with Informer? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, but he never gets mentioned when they talk about cultural appropriation. A fucking Canadian sound like a Jamaican <laughs> rapping reggae music. Like, what the hell's going on? How'd he get off the hook? Jeez. I don't know. Licky boo boo now. That's it. <laughs> Did we mention the cranberries? I like the cranberries. Yes. Cannibal. Is that can? No, it's not. No, that's not cannibal. That's the breakers. No. The breeders, was breeders is cannibal. Exactly right. I like that. They were. They might be classified as a one-hit wonder. Yeah. Um, the cranberries had linger. Yeah, um, that's oh the the poor girl that passed away a few years ago. Eight, what in 2018. What Doris will read him. Yes, she has a haunting voice that yes. will stick with you. Oh, you have got is they're not a one-hit wonder, but Evanescence. They're nineties or two thousands. Two thousands for sure mm-hmm. on that. Yeah, fuel. Yeah, yeah, Got like some one hit wonders. Breakfast at Tiffany's, Deep Blue, something. Uh, Roll to me, Della Dimitri. I'm I'm going through the the top 100 songs of of the 90s, and um, 
I came across R. Kelly bump and grind. <laughs> I don't see nothing wrong. Think about it. My mind's telling me no, but my body's telling me yes. That's the confession, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not doing it. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> I wonder if he's saying that before he pees or after he pees. <laughs> Side note. Dave Chappelle was hilarious about the pee on you skit that he did on this show. <laughs> drip, drip, drip. I'm going to pee on you. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that, I, I watched a video with an interview with Little John, and Little John said he knew he was famous when Dave Chappelle did the skit about him. Uh-huh. He goes, but after he did that skit, he goes, I can't go through an airport or yeah, restaurant, nothing. Without somebody going, yeah, yeah. what? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I uh, saw that one. Did you guys mention Belle Biv DeVoe? Dorian, we failed. (laughs) Technic. Oh yeah, they came out nineteen ninety because of Poison. Yep. Now they came from another group, right? Yeah, they came from New Edition. New Edition, right? Exactly. There you go. Thank you. But New Edition had a solid nineties too. Everclear. Nobody mentioned Everclear. No, no, we did not. Nobody mentioned Everclear. Candlebox. I forgot about them. I remember. Toad the Wet Sprocket. <laughs> Primus, gonna... we didn't mention Primus. There's a lot of people that love rock and roll that'd be upset with us. Yeah. <laughs> didn't Tom Petty have a solid '90s? Yeah, Tom Petty had a solid very, '90s, very yeah. solid '90s. Yeah. But I mean, his career spans all the way back to the '70s. Yeah, I mean, right. he did. I want to say he did American Girl back in the '70s. Refugee yeah, was in the '80s, '70s, I think. And Mary Jean's Last Dance, which is about pot, was in the '90s. Mm. Tom Petty made me want to smoke weed. Between that, <laughs> between that and the rap music, between listening to smoke weed every day at the end of the song of the the Dr. Dre album, I was like, "Yeah, da, 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 da. I'll try it." Twenty years <laughs> later, I emerged from the fog. <laughs> Black Street. Yep, Black Street. Yep. Uh, Teddy Riley's underrated. Yeah, he's not very. talked about enough. Yeah, very. I mean, yeah, Babyface, he he was solid in the 90s, too. Oh, he had a big 90s. Yep. Writing music and performing. Yep, Tony Braxton. Babyface was like, the 90s was like the time for Babyface. Like, he had done everything for everybody else in the 80s. Yeah. And then he's, he's like, amazing. all right, this is me. I'm going to get out here, put an album out. But do you know, <laughs> I don't think he's got the best voice in his family. Kavan has a killer voice. Yeah, yeah, Kavan does, yeah. Has, yep. has he been a part of any group, or did he just do solo stuff? Um, he was part of a brief group. Um, it was it was Babyface, Kevon Edmonds, Casey, and JoJo. They did a song together. Oh, they did a song long. for a not waiting to. It was another movie. It wasn't waiting to exhale. Soul Food. Yeah. Um, I care about you. Yeah, I care about was you. Right. Mile Brownstone or Milestone? It's one of those. Milestone. Yeah, that that's a good song, and yeah. that's a good combination of voices, also. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, milestone. After that, um, shit, Casey and JoJo the '90s, all my life. That's like the typical wedding song, regardless of what genre is it. I mean, it, I mean, it's like everybody plays that song, knows that song. I wonder who wrote that song. I looked that up. Yeah, I do think it's funny that BJ was, which mentioned about um, the the pop Pinterest now that's taken on uh, Taken Master is like, oh, Taken Master is is mean to, to people. It's like, wait, wait a second. Pearl Jam did this back in the 90s. Shut up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's already oh, been done. <laughs> they lost. It's already been done. 
Who who sings that song? Uh, you and me, baby, we ain't nothing but mammals. So let's <laughs> the Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> the Bloodhound Gang, yeah. Hey, they were <laughs> sex, baby, sex, baby, sex is Texas Drop. <laughs> me and you do the type of things that only Prince would sing about. <laughs> That's some good shit. Good job. Uh, JoJo wrote that with Rory Bennett all my life. Oh wow! And they yeah. had another song on the album, "Last Night's Letter." That's a that's a good yeah. song. Yeah, they're done too. Okay, so I, I have to say this because if not, I will get puppy punched on Thursday. Um, the '90s had "Presence of the United States" with Peaches. Oh, that's a great song. Oh, yeah. I knew they were. The country. I knew they were big yeah. when the whole gym at Oak Park was singing it. Oh yes. yeah, regardless oh. of color or whoever. I was like, oh oh, everybody, <laughs> everybody <laughs> huh? All of us. Yep. Yeah. Peach is oh, a yeah. good song. And I, I uh, promise you, you could probably sing every word today. Yeah. Well, their songs are like two minutes long. Me? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. would sing that song in girls' faces. Going to the country to <laughs> eat a lot of peaches. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was fun times, man. I'm trying to see what their other song was on the album. There were two big ones, and it was like, yeah, that's that's a good that's a good <clears throat> job. So I have a list Kit, of the top Kitty. Kitty was uh they released a video for Kitty Lump, Lump yeah. lingered last in line for brains. Yep, I remember that. Yeah, Weird Al did cool. a spoof of that one. <laughs> hey, Weird Al was huge in the eighties and nineties. Yes. Yeah. And I don't care what you say, he's entertaining. Yes, no, he is. <laughs> he was He's entertaining at the very least. <clears throat> so um, I've got a list of the top one, top ten songs. Well, it's actually top hundred, but I'll go through the top ten. You guys tell me where you disagree. Okay. Okay. So number ten, they have um, Alanis Morissette. You ought to know. Number nine is REM, losing my religion. Number eight is somebody who sabotaged their career. Sinead O'Connor. Nothing compares to you. Number seven, Coolio, Gangster's Paradise. That was huge. Huge songs. Number six, Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You, which I think that could be that could be number one. Yeah, I think it could be number two because I I agree with number one here. Um, Number five is Tag Team. There it is. A classic. Number four is the remake of Candle in the Wind by Elton John. I mean, even if you didn't like it, it was huge. Yeah, it was. Number three, Boys to Men, End of the Road. Oh, yeah, that was huge. I can sing every word to that right now. It'll, it'll yeah, sound yeah. terrible, but I know every word. <laughs> Number two, Los Del Rios, Macarena. That was huge. I can't believe how big it got. I know. You know, like it just. It was the dance. It, it expanded. Yeah. It expanded quickly. Let me just put yeah. it that way. Yeah. So, and, and number one is Nirvana, but smells like Teen Spirit. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Number one of the nineties. Number one of the nineties. <sighs> there's an artist. There's a jazz artist by the name of Robert Glasper. He did a jazz remake of Smells Like Teen Spirit. I like it. If you guys check it out, I'll send it to you guys. Yeah, Robert right, Glasper. I'll check it out. Like yep. Well, and, and again, Kurt Cobain's voice and Dave Grohl's drums were so unique at the time. What's yeah. that look for? 
Oh, no, Dave Grohl said something funny. If you listen to the Dorian, if you listen to the drums on Smells Like Teen Spirit, he got it from a popular drummer in the in the seventies playing disco. Really? Like if you listen to that, patum, 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 yeah, that's a fucking disco start to a song. I got, it, I got it. He saw the guy at the party and was like, uh, he's like, hey man, you know, I, I've idolized, you know, I really listened to you a lot, and I, I stole, I stole the the beginning <clears> to <throat> a lot of our songs from you. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is paying homage, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So, but I, I, I will say this. Um, we're, we're about to end. We're actually way over time. But um, the '90s kind of ended, and innocence of music ended in '99 with Woodstock. And it, to me, that's kind of the, the tipping point when we realize, maybe not at that moment, but looking back, we can that corporate culture had taken over everything. And when they were charging three, four dollars for a bottle of water, when it was three like, or four, you mean six? Oh, okay even still and yeah. you couldn't you couldn't leave it was hot as hell um and then you had music like limp biscuit and corn and all those types of bands that the the crowd just had enough they had enough of being gouged they had enough of the heat and they were done and and bj you said the best the 90s was kind of the last innocent decade and i think that moment killed everyone's innocence i really wanted to go to that woodstock and i once <laughs> i wasn't able to go and then I sat there and watched it on TV. It's like, I'm really glad I'm not at that Woodstock. Yeah. Because when you're literally bathing in human shit because the sewage doesn't work, it's it's done. You're you're over. So on that happy note, ladies and gentlemen, we will call this Sandlot Sports. Peace. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 21.